All right, hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. We mock the news so you don't have to. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Bevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am stand-up comedian Nathan Timmel in Iowa City. Jake, I have exciting news for you. Yeah? My wife was, uh, she actually didn't tell me what she was doing. She was obviously looking us up or Googling. Uh, There is a Too Ugly for TV podcast out there. They recorded one episode and then stopped. So we have competition. Uh, People looking for us might find the one episode of whatever that was that they Really? How long ago was it? Uh, she didn't say. She just thought it was funny. She said, you know, there's one out there that has sort of like the same tag you do. I thought they- that was kind of neat because uh, she generally ignores the nonsense I do. Like, yeah, I don't listen to your podcast. You and Jake swear too much or something like that. Right, right. I, I'll i bet they listened to one episode of ours after they realized there was another one with that tagline. And it was so goddamn good that yes. they were like, we can't compete with this. Let's go kill ourselves. And now they're they're like hanging right in back of their sound ports with their microphone cords. Their blood is on our hands, and guess what? We don't care. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Stupid blood. All right, let's jump in with the weekly news. We are recording on the morning of Monday. I, I always look at the goddamn temperature. It's not the 41st. It is the 6th. I always look. At, I should move my watch band around so I know which one I'm looking at. It is March 6th. What's in the news this week? Well, Jake, you sent me a story. You want to jump in and lead with this one? I found it hilarious. Yeah, so there's a there's a a a drag queen story hour ban that they're doing in Tennessee. The governor's been pushing hard for it. But then uh, uh pictures emerged from his high school yearbook where he is what? In drag. Wearing blackface? No, 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 no. He's dressed oh. as a white chick. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Wait, wait. A girl is that? If if he if he's a boy and he's dressed as a girl, is that considered drag? I think so. I think so. I mean, unless unless he's driving cars really fast in a straight line. Yeah, that's pretty much what he was doing. And even then, he'd be drag racing in drag uh, with that outfit on. Yes. Here is my uh, favorite part of that story. Uh, I'm scrolling down. I had it, then I lost it. It would... uh, When asked if he remembered dressing like that, he said it would be ridiculous to conflate what was happening in the photo with the performances the bill would ban. Quote, conflating something like that to sexualized entertainment in front of children... The bill specifically protects children from obscene, sexualized entertainment, and any attempt to conflate the serious issue with lighthearted school tradition is dishonest and disrespectful to Tennessee families. Um, fuckhead, you're being dishonest. It's it's a dude wearing women's clothes reading a children's book. They're not rubbing their nipples and, you know, like, uh, hey, kids, what are you... They're not sexualizing it. You are sexualizing drag story hour in your brain and therefore trying to ban it because you get weird fucking feelings when you see a drag queen reading a story and you're making that sexual and then you're putting it on kids. Right. And then they're they're taking I kind of deep dive these videos that they're showing like on a loop on Fox where it's like I I, I think I found like three different ones. Where it's it's kind of like shows that they marked all ages, but they're they're dressed kind of skimpy or whatever. Sure. And yeah, those three examples, I I kind of agree with the conservatives. Like like it's yeah. a bit much. It's not as crazy as they're making it out to be, 
but it's a bit much. Like if I took it, like the, the, the stuff that is a, is particularly where is, is they'll be like handing them dollar bills, like they're strippers or something. Yes. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. My, yeah. my, my only qualification for it is like, if it's inappropriate for a, a cisgendered woman to be doing, then it's inappropriate for a trans woman or a drag queen, whatever that said, uh, if a cisgender woman was doing the things in those three videos that they're trying to act like is all drag queen stories, which the vast majority it's not. Most of these take places at fucking libraries. Okay, you're not having a lady up in a thong, people handed to it, like it's a, it's a library. They're 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 reading like three green, uh, uh, green eggs and hams and three little pigs and shit like this. Yeah. Uh, well, I have, said, I have two thoughts. Go ahead. If, if, I, if, a, let me just, if a if a cisgender woman was doing it. Uh, these guys would not be sitting there going, uh, we need to, like, this would not be, it would be slightly inappropriate. Like the three videos that I saw yeah. slight, like a bit much, but it wouldn't be national fucking news. The government wouldn't be getting involved. Maybe they would give the group that put it on and marked it all ages, a, a warning, possibly a small fine. That's it. And there certainly wouldn't be an outcry going, this is why we can't have women reading to our kids and watching them. We need to keep them safe from sexual predators. We need to have our kids only watched by men. That's right, especially if that man is a priest. Yes. Because that I, is a crazy drag queen story hour. The one where the kids get left there without the parents, and then the boys are, are, are forced to wear white dresses and light incense, and many times the leader of the drag queen story hour will diddle the kid, and then the powerful organization that runs said drag queen story hour just transfers them to a different story hour. Wait till these conservatives find out about church. They're oh. going to lose their fucking minds. They're going to go batshit. All right, so the two thoughts I had are, one, um, these drag queen story hours are not being forced upon anybody. You know, you, you don't have to attend. It's not mandatory attendance. Parents decide to bring their kids to these things. So what you are arguing, conservatives, is a double-edged. You're saying, in the classroom, I believe in parents' rights, but parents can't take their kids to these story hours. I thought parents could decide what they wanted to do with their kids. My other thought was, when I did my minor small research into this, and I agree with you and I agree with the conservatives that those three videos are inappropriate and a bit much, but I also want to know, and I mean this, what the fuck were libraries thinking? I get it. There's nothing harmful about it in most cases, but you have to understand, like if I were in charge of a library and someone approached me and said, hey, I want to have drag queens read stories to kids, I would probably go, I don't have a problem with that but that's poking a bear. It's going to fucking blow up and turn into, instead of someone reading stories to kids, it's going to turn into this whole issue. I don't feel like the headache. Let's just not do it for that reason. The, the idea, if you want to have a drag queen story hour, do it in a private business, a coffee shop or something like that. Like, hey, we want to host this, this, this uh, allow kids to understand about LGBT. I get that it's okay to do it in a library. I'm just saying... I can see conservatives blowing it up because that's what they do. Why did anyone? It, it, it seems like it could have been very easily avoided just by saying, ah, I don't, I don't want to light that uh, fuse at all. I, I think we're just going to take a pass. Yeah, but now it has become a hot button issue because of the outrage. Like, right. Don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, would I take my kid to a drag queen story hour? 
Fuck no. Why? Because we don't read books in this family. That's right. We're not a book family. If it's a good enough book, then it will one day become a drag queen movie on Netflix. That's what we do. We wait till it becomes a movie. But uh, no, seriously, if uh, there would not be that big of demand for a drag queen story hour if it weren't for the outrage. Here's the thing. Like, uh, uh, drag as a performance is kind of a niche thing. Like, it's big in the LGBTQ community. But in terms of, like, most straight people, they could name, like, maybe two, three drag queens. You know? They could maybe do, like, RuPaul Divine. and Tim Curry. And he just played one. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah Divine. Like, yeah. Uh, but but it's it's such a niche thing that it was never going to blow up in libraries. This needed to happen to make Drag Queen Story Hour a thing. Because kids, if you think straight people don't know much about drag queens, kids know even less. You know you know the real reason? Like, my, my son, when he gets old enough, is probably not on his own going to be going, ooh, I heard there's a drag queen story. No, 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 no. He's going to want to see a Ninja Turtle story hour or a guy dressed right. like Black Panther or so, one of these fucking things. And even if he was a, like a girl, yeah, maybe he'll be into girl stuff, whatever. If he is, fine. But if if he he was a girl or into girl stuff, they're not thinking, oh, drag queen. They're first thinking Disney princess. I want to go see, uh, what, what's her name? Mala, the, you know, the, the Hawaiian cartoon. Like, that's what they're watching on TV. They're not it's, watching it's Moana. And when you said Malala, he made me think of, oh, I want to go see the uh, Af uh, the uh, dude. Um, that's Afghani about what I was going to say, and I was like, I know that's a... not right. <laughs> I know that's not right. But um, she fights for our good. rights for for girls' rights. I want to yeah. go see her. <laughs> they would have yeah. just. They would have as little interest in Malala, the activist, as they would a drag queen yeah. because they're five years old. And they're five they years just, old. Yeah, that's why. There's no demand for this coming from the kids. It is all the demand coming from the parents, and there wouldn't be the demand for this if there wasn't the outrage. You know yeah. like it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. Um. Oh, I have to go take my kid to see a a guy in in a princess costume. Read them the Three Little Pigs and the Little Engine. That no one, even like a super progressive, for the most part, would not be thinking that if it if conservatives weren't getting all pissed off about this and conflating it to something it's not. And I mean, not, they're reading green eggs and ham and books that I, again, I didn't do a lot of research into this, but it's kind of like the John Oliver book. Um, we have it. We, we have the John Oliver book. I can't remember what it's called right now, but we read it to our kids um, about Mike Pence's bunny rabbit. Do you remember that one? No, he he came out again. He he when when he was trying to make anti-gay shit happen in oh, Indiana. I kind of remember this. Yeah, yeah. John Oliver created a book where uh, the bunny rabbit liked another boy bunny, and that was literally it. That it says sometimes boy bunny likes boy bunny, sometimes boy bunny like girl bunny, and, and like it's not like so. That's it. It's basically saying gay is okay, and I'm fine with my kids reading that. Now, if they were, and they're not, if they were reading books like. Gay is different from straight because in gay, a boy bunny takes its boy penis and puts it in the other boy's bunny's butt. You know, like that would be inappropriate. But it's literally saying, hey, sometimes boys like boys, sometimes girls like girls. It happens. No big deal. There's nothing wrong with that. But some people lose their fucking minds because they believe in those fucking Harry Potter books from the desert that say gay is bad or are interpreted to say gay is bad. 
Well, yeah, and you'll listen to them in speeches and stuff, and they'll be talking about, like, well, we just don't want any hardcore porn in the libraries around kids. And it's like, what library has hardcore porn in it in a fucking kid's? Like, what are you talking about? Give us specifics, you know? They never do. What they're saying isn't that crazy. It's like, what what, what do they consider porn, though, and inappropriate? Like, that's where it gets fucking dicey is they like to cast – they like to – Give the three examples and then cast a very wide umbrella around those examples. And those three examples, that goes back to my, my original, like, would I have this in my library? Is like, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, and now we're going to have kids. Throw, I mean, obviously, that was just bad, dumb decision making. If you're going to have someone in drag reading a story. Great. Do that. I can see what they say about sexualizing it when you have those three bad examples. The problem is, like you said, they take the three bad examples and champion them like they are the norm when they're not. Right. It would be like if I said, I don't want anyone around my kid who's conservative because look at this guy in the Viking horns shitting on Nancy's dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not it's 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 the same kind of thing. But uh, did you notice in the, I sent you one of them that had a caption underneath in his yearbook. In the yeah, it was the kiss song. <laughs> it was a kiss song, and I even looked it up. That song, "Hard Luck Woman," came out the year before that guy. Oh yeah, they, that was they, off their first or second album. Yeah, because and I even looked at that picture before, and I looked it up. I looked at the picture. I saw the guy's hair. I'm like, he's a Kiss fan. I, I think this is a Kiss fan, and, and it said it said "Hard Luck." Wait, Woman. no, that, maybe that came out in seventy. It was Peter Chris saying it. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but it so I'm like, all right, dude, it's fucking weird that that fans of like hair metal and shit have become the prudes now. Yeah, because here's the thing: when I worked on on music talk on Sirius, there was there was a guy before me who was like all into like the '80s hard rock. That was his thing, and then our show came on afterward, and that show has a huge following, got a ton of calls, and we would still get its callers afterwards. And I remember when things like um. Like the song WAP came out, you know, or like certain Super Bowl halftime shows where it would be like scantily clad women or whatever. They would call it. I don't know, man. I mean, it was just overly sexualized. and She's just talking about her vagina and blah, 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 blah. There's kids watching. It's like, okay, was it? And, and, And then they're freaking out about like Sam Smith. That song where he was like at the Grammys or whatever with a I've devil heard the name. Talking. I don't know anything about him. I don't watch they, the Grammys. Yeah, but they were. I mean, people like uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, certain right wing pundits are talking about. Oh, look, they're they're turning your kids gay and and getting them into Satan. It's like I'm pretty sure Motley Crue was shouting at the devil like back in '82. Like, how are you guys? How would fans of that music become the fucking prudes? Now, I get when when parents who grew up on Elvis. We're freaking out about crew like 25 years yeah, later. Yeah. Like, I, I get that. Like, that's a fucking crazy jump. That said, it's 2023. Uh, Motley Crue was doing that. What, what, what is that? Like 40 fucking years ago? You know, I, I, yes, I have several thoughts when you're ready. Go. And, and I, I, you, and then the more you talk, the more that, I have ideas. Marilyn I got to write them down. How fucking much crazier was Marilyn Manson than the Sam Smith thing? The Sam Smith basically looked like a commercial for Hot Topic. Marilyn Manson was actually up there with the blood on, and he looked legit scary, and he had Nazi shit, and it turned out he had the lady from uh, uh, Westworld chained to a fucking radiator back then. He was crazy. I don't know how you come along 20 years after that, and you're freaked out about that, and you're being prudish. And, oh, my God, they're trying to they're trying to get our kids gay and into satan really guy whose favorite band is 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 guns and roses and motley crew and poison and shit 
Tell me more. Uh, uh, guys in drag singing about the devil. Tell me more about how satanic and evil and shit everything is now. I have so many thoughts. I made bullet points and I'll just tear through them. Um, first, I saw a tweet. Uh, it was the best tweet I've ever seen. One of them. Best, uh, where it said, uh, hey, remember that show to catch a predator? Remember all the fathers and priests and police officers and teachers they caught? You know what they never caught? A drag queen. Right. Like, there, yeah. there was one. Two, going off what you were just saying, what I find funny is the same generation that loves Family Guy, and, and I love Family Guy, and the harsh, uh, dark humor of that also freak out about, well, you, you can't say this, cancel. Like, how, how do you reconcile those two? But now we're getting into uh, the, the two points I want to make. Um, uh, first of all, uh, uh, you well, I, will, about, I will argue on that one a little bit. I don't think the people that like Family Guy are getting are the ones that are complaining. I think enough. that's different. I think that's different people in the same generation. Fair enough. Um, Twisted Sister. I remember when they testified in front of Congress when D. Snyder did because we're not going to take it was one of the Parents Music Resource Center, the PMRC, one of their songs that will destroy America. Or we're not going like, to take it. And that's my point. Wow. They said, we're not going to take it because it was a video that showed them standing up to parents and parents. But that song now, you hear it in advertisements for carpeting and, you know, like, we're not going to take high prices. We're yeah. not gonna. It's like, it's just funny how far it's come when I remember when that song was as bad as Elvis shaking his hips or two live crew. They put two live crew and we're not going to take it in the same arena. And now it's used in advertising. Now you, you hear it. And it's just yeah. funny that it's come so far. Uh, Two more thoughts. One, you talk about, uh, and, and these two are related. I will go personal with this, uh, with my buddy Mark. This happened five, six years ago. We, maybe even, maybe seven, ten years ago. I don't know. We, we listened to Slayer. We would go see Slayer concerts. Sure. Uh, Satan, Upside Down Crosses. Neither one of us worshipped Satan. We weren't into religion at all, the occult. He becomes a dad, and he tells me, like, ten years ago, he's like, dude, I got to, I'm taking all my records to the, the resale store. I'm like, why? He goes, ah, you know, I got kids now. And I'm like, so you're, you're actively taking shit out of your house that you know didn't warp you. You grew up to be a, a dad and, and a husband and have kids and you have a job. Yet for some reason, you're scared of your kids listening to the same shit you listen to. That I don't know how it happens, but that's what you said. How do the people that listen to it become against it? And it did it. it happened. I, I told him, I said, you give those albums to your kid. You you like when when he's old enough and he's an angry teenager, you say, hey, this is Slayer. This is what got me through my teenage years when I was angry. It gave me an outlet. But, but that's But parenting. kids don't want to listen to the music their fucking parents did. No, they don't. But Play the whole that point shit is, around them. That'll make him not want to listen to it at all. That's how you do it. That's how you fucking do it. Like, hey, hey, son, huh, huh, do you have teen angst? Maybe listen to some Slayer. It's fun to do this, isn't it? You know, and they'll be like, you're a fucking nerd, old man. I'm listening to hip hop rock. It's been dead for 20 years, you fucking moron. Yes, oh, dude, yes, like the yes. Devil, you fucking loser. I'm going to I'm going to do some fucking Molly and listen to some rhymes, yo. Like, that's what he's going to say to that fucking shit. I didn't even think of that, but yes. but Because I was in the mindset of him wanting to protect his kid from it, which is what you were like, how do they do the flip? So that brings me to my no, final... No, here's the thing. And plus, metal, metal in general, dude, especially metal, that is one of those... Like, look, if you're not into, let's say, uh, jazz, okay? Like, like it's still tolerable. It's still like, like the wood. That is why they call it elevator music. It's, it's just fine. We'll play it in the elevator. If, if you're not 
if you're not super into I I don't know like like R and B. It's like, all right, I can't list a lot of R&B people, but I don't mind it playing in the back of a department store. If you're not into metal, that will ruin your fucking day. All right. It has nothing to do with what they're singing about. You can't understand what they're like. It's just like, Jesus, I feel like my ear holes are being fucking raped by an annoying. I hate my mommy asshole. Not a dangerous out there guy. Just a fucking nerd who can't sing and probably has a small dick. That's what you're thinking when you're listening. But that's why they have, the CIA has famously in hostage negotiations blared metal uh, in foreign countries at places to get the guys to come out. Because if you are not into that music it is like nails on a fucking chalkboard. If he plays that shit around his kid, I guarantee you that kid will not like metal. <laughs> it will be the A, the shitty thing that my dad was into, and B, <laughs> he's going to fucking hate that music. If you thought you hated when your parents played Sinatra or Elvis or whatever, I mean, now imagine Sinatra was going to, I'm like, just eat, like it, he's going to fucking never listen to that music ever again. He's going to think devil shit is for nerds. He's, he's going to, you know, just play metal around your parents. We're, we're going to, we're going to have to build that uh, time machine. We always talk about go back, kill baby Hitler, and then play this podcast for my friend 10 years ago when he's getting rid of his Slayer album so that he does it right and holds yep. on to him. Yep. <laughs> All right. The final thought I had was I only saw it once and it was not very well done. That's why I only saw it once. But there was a documentary a guy made, just like a really low budget him with a fucking Super 8 camera on uh, Judas Priest after, uh, maybe during or after the trial, where uh, two guys tried to kill themselves. One guy actually, I believe, died and the other one blew half yeah, his face oh, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And so they talked to the parents and the parents were doing that thing saying, well, they listened to this heavy metal music and it was horrible and it warped and it made him want to kill himself. But over the course of the documentary, the more you learned about the parents and I don't remember any of the specifics, but as you watched, you're like, it was you. It was your shitty parenting that oh, yeah. drove him. The only community he had at that point was, was like a gang. They say gang members see community and, and heavy metal was a community. He found other miscreants that he got to hang out with oh, because yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. so That's fucked the way up at home that finally it, it snapped. You, you never hear of a loving himself, family with music. a kid that joins a gang. Yeah, you never hear, son, uh, I notice you're wearing a lot of blue going outside. You're, you're not in <laughs> right. the crypts, are you? <laughs> like, it just it doesn't happen. You don't have to leave it to be for dead with the kid who's, who's joined the fucking Sons of Silence or whatever. Or trying to kill them because it, it, it was not Judas Priest. It was yeah. absolutely his home life. But the parents kept saying, well, I did all I could by neglecting him and hitting him and making him go to Sunday school on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And, you know, I sure got divorced 10 times. Like, whatever, whatever the specifics were, they were horrible. And I just remember going, you fucked this kid up. He was in a lot of pain, decided to escape. And instead of owning up to it, you're blaming heavy metal. Fuck you. That's oh, all yeah. I remember. When see, if only they would have blared heavy metal around that kid when he was young. No. He'd be like, if, fuck this. I'm going into R I'm I'm into R and B now. If only they had taken him to a drag queen story hour, then he yeah. would have been saved. Because we yeah. gotta wrap this this segment up. Instead, they took him to church, he got molested, and then he killed himself, and they blamed it on Judas Priest. Yep. 
All right, moving on. Uh, I love this headline. Doctors who touted ivermectin as COVID fixed now pushing it for flu, RSV, and other things. Uh, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. They've done so many studies. Every study says the same thing, that when it became polarized, it was the left saying, uh, ivermectin is horse paste. And the right was saying, ivermectin is is the the... Turns out ivermectin works on some stuff. It's not very effective. It's not bad for you. Like there right. is a it's it's mostly like parasite stuff, yeah. right? But now they're just pushing it for everything because they can't be proven wrong. And the left can't just give up and say, you know what? Ivermectin's fine for a few things. We don't that but it has to be this shouting match. And yeah, these these idiots are they they lost the first battle in reality, not in their brain. So now they're pushing the flu. The flu is not a parasite. It's it, you know, it it what what did they say? I don't have it in front of me, but didn't they say that, uh, like you said, like if you go swimming in the Amazon and get something, yeah, use ivermectin. Yeah. Not for a fucking virus. They've been saying it's for horses, and I believe everything CNN says. I injected ivermectin into my penis so that I would have a real horse cock. And now it turned green. I uh, It's a problem. Oh, you got a Hulk cock. I mean, it's yeah. still big. It's not as big or angry, but it's certainly green. Uh <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty weird. Kind of like a, uh, um, um, a string bean. It's like a string bean. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Only it's 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 shaped like a little baby Nike swish, less yeah. like a straight bean. It's, <laughs> here's it's my, really weird. Here's my favorite uh, um, uh, quote in this thing. If you threw Coca-Cola into cell culture, like when, you, when you're doing a little uh, Petri dish, if you threw Coca-Cola into cell culture, you would see an antiviral effect. But you wouldn't want to be squirting Coca-Cola up your nose against the flu, said a professor of microbiology. As, as the test they did is they put it in Petri dishes, saw a reaction and said, ooh, it must cure shit. Right. It's like the most non-scientific. Um, they, they, they're, they're pushing it for everything. It's it's crazy, yeah. I, and I do like that you mentioned the polarization of it. Like uh, yeah. CNN and MSNBC, please don't do what you did before, where you said uh, this is this is horse paste, this is horse dewormer, and it's terrible for you. Look at this guy who took it, and he got better from the thing in like a day. And it's like, what, dude? You just did a a, a live read for for horse dewormer. What are you? Right. What are you doing? And then people started taking horse dewormer. And it, it was like, dude, this is two bad pieces of medical information uh, from the right and the left somehow fucking each other and creating some kind of ultra mega uh, uh, misinformation, baby. Well, and that I remember when uh, Rogan and, and uh, Aaron Rodgers talked about it, they said, and because I think we talked about this when they uh, had COVID and took ivermectin, they said, they sat down and said, well, I took this, this, this. Uh, ivermectin and monoclonal antibodies. Yeah, they took like a dozen fucking things. And yeah. that was my thing is like, yeah, monoclonal antibodies really fucking work. I, I think the comparison I made at the time was that'd be like me saying, oh, I have a headache. I took four Oxycontin and half an aspirin. Boy, that half an aspirin really knocked out my headache. And I had what? An amethyst crystal in my pocket. The psychic <laughs> was right. She was right. Yes. I knew this thing would the cure my headache. crystal worked. Yes. No, just just fucking uh, both sides need to calm the fuck down. Do a Taylor Swift reference. You need to calm down and, uh, you know, use ivermectin, what it's used for. All right. Uh, let's not do politics yet. Oh, let's just touch on this quick. Jake, a uh, couple uh, last month, I, I had the uh, pleasure of performing comedy in Fargo, North Dakota. Great uh, fucking comedy shows. I got put up in a ho at a Super 8 in a Hotel 8. What's it called? Super 8? Um, you read this story. <laughs> someone t 
texted me and said, was this the Super 8 you were at? I'm like, no, no, I was in Fargo. This is in Des Moines. Uh, hotel wins license despite rodents, soiled bedding, and dog feces in guest rooms. Nice. Cabinets, they noticed an inspector was next door at another hotel, noticed that the Super 8 was open and said, I don't think they have a license. Went over. They did not. So they applied for a license as the inspector was walking around going, uh, dog feces, uh, rat feces, uh, bat. And they got the license. Why do we have inspectors if it's just a fucking rubber stamp? You pay your fee. Ka-chunk. Here you go. I've stated. The whole point I brought this up is the Super 8 I stated. I made a little video because it's just a fucking dump. It it could have doubled as a meth lab and probably did or sex trafficking. I don't know. It was. Yeah, it was not. If if there was any truth in advertising, uh, the Super 8 would just be called the 8. You know, I mean, it's just that's <laughs> Eight what bucks it is. Stay here. Yeah, it, it's pretty rough, man. Now, I used to uh, years ago. Uh, let me say this client. So I used to, I used to, I used to like date a lady that worked in in hotel. I, I dated a couple different women that well, worked you, in hotels. You, you, ta- you ta- before you yeah. go there, you told me about the nickname for the bedding cover they don't wash. Yeah. Oh shit! I don't even remember what that is now. Is the it is a cum catcher? Come catcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the tops, of the, like the... the uh, They wash the, the sheets, quilted, but not the heavy quilt. Yeah, yeah. The, the heavy quilt, the decorative one with all the flowers and shit on top, you have to have those like dry cleaned. So they only do that once every so often or unless they can visibly really see a lot of stuff on it. Yeah. And even then they spot clean it, which mean, in their industry means Tide if pen. you spot something, pretend to clean it and then have somebody have sleep on this fucking stain, you know? And I, yeah, they, they, both of them were like, we just ball these things up, throw them in the fucking corner. One of them, she was like, I don't even use their sheets. I bring my own sheets to hotels. I don't fuck around. Like, and that's, I try to do the same thing because we even pulled back. She was like, no, look at these sheets. She pulled them back. And we found like pubes in our fucking sheets and shit. Like it was gross, dude. Well, I find, I find them in the shower all the time. First thing I do is I, I go look at the shower yeah. and then I just run it and let everything wash down. The I shower's also, one thing. The shower's one thing because you oh, can yeah. rinse it out and, and, and it makes it up, sense. The sheets. But like the sheets, uh, yeah. I use that though. I, I do sleep on them. I use that as as, as building a strong immunity. Whatever, uh, you know, like if I'm not going to catch right. it from the hotel bed, I'm not going to worry about COVID because whatever I got from the hotel bed is uh, COVID shows up like, hey, pussy, what's up? And then they kick its ass. Yeah. They they call that super ache the mectin. And and it works <laughs> like a fucking charm, dude. That's why I, I never get sick. I this is what I should one. sell. I should open my own website. I should open a hotel and say, you stay here. You won't get COVID because whatever you catch here will kick COVID's ass. That's right. If I find something gross in those bed sheets, I floss with it. I floss with it. and I, I don't get COVID. Uh, COVID jumped in my immune system and, and, and my little fucking T-cells and all that shit just beat the shit out of it. COVID was like a new guy in an MS-13 prison or something. <laughs> they made right. COVID its bitch. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about this for the rest of the time, but I, I have a request, Jake, and it's for uh, Fox and CNN and M- it's, it's for all media. You don't yeah. know what you're talking about. You don't know what's going to happen. Shut the fuck up. Uh, all I see are headlines saying that, ooh, DeSantis is in front. Oh, now Trump is in front. Oh, no, DeSantis is in front. Now Trump is winning. Well, now we just uh, had CPAC, the uh, conservative summit, and this article does not have pictures or clips It just uh, that, that yeah. actually expose it. talks about how the room was 20% empty for Donald Trump's speech. I have seen on TikTok clips of the audience. It looks more than 20% empty. It says that the headline is... Uh, 
Low-key reception for Trump at conservative summit as 2024 race speeds ahead. Yeah. This was not an enthusiastic group of people. They they were not there. You know, it was not like 2016 or 2020. Again, we're a year out. Uh, it could happen. Nobody knows. You can't say, wow, Trump has no support or dissent. Nobody knows. Shut up. You can't say one day that Trump is winning uh, the over voters because he's leading in the polls and the next day say, oh, nobody showed up at this convention. And so Trump is going to lose. Just shut the fuck up. Stop speculating. All you're doing is speculating. You're like anyone that tries to predict the Super Bowl. Everybody thought the Packers were going to go all the way. They finished fucking with a, was it a tie record or a losing record? I don't know. Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Stop speculating. That said, as empty as those chairs were, way less empty than for the other candidates, man. That was brutal. Oh, my God. Did you see the uh, the the Kimberly? And she's not a candidate, but Kimberly Guilfoyle, uh, Don Jr.'s girlfriend. I don't think so. I but I saw I maybe I saw a lot of them, though. They um, they did a super cut. It was on TikTok. I saw where uh, they said Fox or Newsmax, whichever. They said they are not allowed to cut to the audience anymore. Because when they're just showing the, the candidate or Kim, Kimberly on stage going, Trump loves America, fuck Joe Biden, that's all you see is the framed person. Yeah. But when she goes, fuck Joe Biden, and then they cut to the audience and it's 10 people sitting there indifferently, like it takes away <laughs> all the power. Yeah, fuck them. I don't know. Yeah, fuck them. They're what not am even I doing cheering. Here? It was, <laughs> she, she didn't have 20% empty. She had maybe 20% full. And like you said, yeah. We talked about it, what was it, last week or two weeks ago? Nikki Haley made the announcement. Oh, it was uh, Valentine's Day. She got overshadowed by Valentine's Day. Like, I'm running for president. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking my wife off yeah. for dinner. Um, Nikki Haley, uh, how many people were in her audience? Oh, and they yeah. did not care. There's was- one old guy on the end looking at her like, that's a lot of makeup. Is that a drag queen? <laughs> Is she reading a story? Buy one of them to store hours of goddamn liberals trick me. Need to pass a law. Law. Yes, yes, yes. Or either that or he was going racial, racial like, I can't tell what she is. I just know I don't want to vote for it because she had to thread that needle of saying America is not a racist country to a group of people that are generally racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I agree with her in that uh, and most people anymore in America, I don't think are racist. That said, the people that are came to see you at CPAC. Uh, They fucking love you. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All right, my friend, do you want to do any of the other the two stories I had or do you want to actually get out of here before we run out of time like we always do? It's up to you. I'll do real quick. Uh, I'm just sad. There was that story about the hippos. In, oh, yeah, uh, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, Pablo Escobar brought hippos to Colombia and they want to deport 70 of them because they keep inbreeding. And, oh, that made me think of the Bible because it started out with four and now they're over 100. Um, yeah. That's kind of gross. I can't imagine that's a good gene pool you've got going there. <laughs> yeah, dude. If you thought that hippos uh, that were were normal were violent, holy shit! Now now it's inbred hippos. Oh, I it's overall I I wearing were- straw hat wearing banjo playing fucking pissed off moonshine drinking hippos. I know I already said this in this podcast uh, about the best tweet I've ever seen or the best ticket, whatever I said. Yeah, I saw a great one uh, where someone wrote. The thing I like about hippos is they're vegetarians, which means when they're trying to kill a human, it's not because they want to eat them. It's just because they hate them. 
<laughs> like I thought that was fucking. That's good. why I didn't know they were vegetarian because they kill more people every year than any other land yeah, animal. They are like, the most violent people crazy. hating animals. Yes. Yeah, that's even wilder that they're that they're vegetarian. And it's they're not like, for food. Yes, it's just get the fuck out of my river. I hate you. It's like seeing someone at a shooting range with a pita pin on their shirt. That's the scariest motherfucker, a vegan at a shooting range. You know he's not practicing for hunting at all. He's only practicing for people. Jake, you and uh, any listener or viewer that's watching, as soon as we sign off, Google uh, uh, Hippo Attacks River. They don't generally show hippos eating people, but they Go show like... Bolts apart. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that shit. A, it's a wild. boat just... And, and they will fucking charge that thing and they move fast in water so yeah dude they don't video. fuck around they don't fuck around i'm just saying that ray liotta didn't lo live long enough to make the sequel to cocaine bear jones and jones and hippo uh that would have been fucking awesome that would have been great um one last story uh just because we talk about it all the time we talk about frivolous lawsuits last week we talked about how i've been contacted to be part of one um oh did i click the wrong thing there it is Alec Baldwin sued by three Rust crew members for blast injuries and shooting. Now, uh, they say the injuries are PTSD because they witnessed him shooting someone. And I will not make fun of that. If you see someone get killed in front of you, it's going to fuck you up. That said, your first response shouldn't be, hey, I'm going to sue the rich guy that did it on accident because that way I can cash in. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you probably need therapy. Yes, it was probably traumatizing. Or not probably. It was traumatizing. You could get them to fucking sue Alec Baldwin. Like, he's not happy he shot that person. He's, he's, it's going to live with him the rest of his life. Because you were the, the, the fucking uh, grip on the side going like, oh, I just saw that. Wow, that sucks. Hey, Alec better pay me. Fuck off. Yeah, hey, cunt the key grip. Uh, maybe if you want to sue Alec Baldwin for this shit, uh, uh, wait till he's sued by the family first. Will you fucking get in line? Will you get in line and wait your turn? Jesus Christ. And if, if you do get more than like uh, 10 grand out of that, I think you should have to give half to the family. I mean, maybe at least buy him a nice bottle of scotch or something. At least give him something, some flowers maybe. I don't know. Yep, cashing in on their tragedy. It's fucking horrific, you fucking, fucking leeches. All right, uh, I fucked up. I've been fucking up for a while. I keep telling people to visit jakevevera.com, and I went to visit your website myself. Oh, yeah, that's old school. <laughs> socials, exist. follow at jakevevera on all socials. <laughs> at jakevevera, and then nathantimmel.com does exist. So, Jake, good seeing your face. Um, there you go. Later. Later.